This is Coach Lee, and I'm going to show you how to make sense of your ex. A lot of times after a breakup, it can really feel like you're dealing with a different person. But if you can understand some of the principles and what's behind this and kind of who you're dealing with now, then you can definitely give yourself not only a better chance to get back together with them, but simply some peace for all the confusion that they're causing right now in your life. The first thing is to understand and to know that this didn't happen overnight. And a lot of times people who have been broken up with, they think that if they can just have a talk with the other person, if they can just be given some time with them to lay all this out on the table, that the other person will come to their senses and want to get back together. But what is often not understood is that these conclusions and the idea, the decision to break up with you, it didn't just happen overnight. It took a long time, usually several weeks, months, or even years in some cases. And so a lot of the things that you are just now thinking of, they have already thought about and wrestled with and had sleepless nights over, probably even talked to some people about. And so they have a really good understanding of themselves to the degree at least that they want the breakup. Now they may say that they're confused and they may be confused about a lot of things, but usually what has happened is that they've had enough time with it that they understand that the breakup is what they want to do. They've gone back and forth. They've thought about different angles. They've maybe given it another chance. They probably had conversations with you, even if they didn't tell you that their attraction was falling or that they were thinking about breaking up. They gave it some effort most of the time. Some people don't. Some people are terrible at relationships and they're self-centered and they expect to be worshipped and they can just walk away from people at any given moment. And of course, a lot of times we refer to those people as narcissists. But if you are not dealing with a real and true diagnosed narcissist, then the odds are really good that this person has had some time to wrestle with this and has come to this conclusion. And if you think that you can just talk them out of it, you don't understand just how outmatched you are. And if you think about it, have you ever been certain of what you want to do? What is your response when someone tries to talk you out of it? You think, you don't know me. You're not inside of my head. You don't know my thoughts. You don't know the conversations I've had with myself and what I've been through on this. And a lot of times it results in getting angry, even if the other person has good points or if it's fair to talk with this person, and it really is. And usually they give you some time to talk about it with them. They at least share with you some things so that you're not just totally in the dark. But then again, people can ghost you or they can just tell you that they don't want to talk about it, but they want to see other people or that they don't think they want to be with you anymore. Or they don't see a future with you. So there are variables, but usually what you see is that the person thinks about it for a long time. They go back and forth and they finally make a decision and then they tell you about it. And basically they give you one or two conversations about it and then they don't want to hear about it anymore. And the person who's been dumped is usually blindsided because things seem to be going fairly well, or at least you thought it was something that the two of you could overcome. And so that's why this seems like it's just out of the blue. And as though if you just had a conversation with them, this would be cleared up easily because the two of you were great together. You remember all these good times, even recently. And so you are set up to misunderstand the other person. And the real problem here is that this can cause you to do things that push them away further and that make attraction fall even further. And that's why it's so important to try to control yourself, to try to keep your emotions level to where you're not letting them make your decisions. For example, if they won't talk to you by text or by phone that you just decide you're just going to go over there and you may even think, well, I deserve this. Well, you do. But if you want the best chance of getting them back, you have to be strategic. You can't just think, well, I deserve this. They should do this. 
this is what I want to do and bow down to that emotion. You really need to try to follow the best logic that you can. And that is that you understand your risks that you could come across as creepy or like a stalker or unstable mentally, emotionally, whatever. And that's where you've shown a lot of emotion and the other person feels very uncomfortable because they don't know exactly what to do if you were to become this way. It's a very uneasy feeling when the other person appears out of control and you're not sure what to do about it. So keep that in mind because they will want to be around you even less. They will pull back even more and there will be less chance of them wanting to get back together if you do those things. So if you are doing them, stop. If you're thinking about it, don't do it. Stay back, give them the breakup, try to demonstrate confidence, calmness, and strength during this time because we want to make sure that at least you don't make things even worse for yourself. That at the very least, you stop digging the hole and leave the possibility open that they could come to their senses. Number two, why your ex doesn't make any sense. It comes down to loss versus control. And I've talked about this in other videos, but stick with me if you've already heard me talk about this. Basically, it's where you are in the position as the person who was broken up with. You are in the position of loss because you don't have any control over this. The other person, the person who dumped you, who's now your ex, I'm sorry to say, that person has the control and that puts you in a much different situation than them. When you're in control, it's easy to control your emotions. When you're in control, you don't worry as much about the outcome and you don't feel like it's in the hands of another person. The person who feels the loss, which would be the person who's been dumped, that is the person who feels like things are out of control in life, that their fate is in the hands of this other person, and that something valuable is being taken away from them against their will. It's not what you want. And so you're having to deal with this new reality that you don't want, whereas the other person is dealing with a new reality that they think that they want. And so you two are on completely different spectrums. You are set up to misunderstand each other in so many ways. And the person who feels the loss is a lot like someone, a servant or a subject of a dictator, where the dictator has all the power and you have no say. The dictator can take your property, can tell you that something that you've been using all of your life is illegal now, and if you use it, you're gonna go to jail. The dictator can send an army after you. The dictator has total control. and you only have loss or you are dependent on mercy. And so a lot of the time, the person who's been dumped will try to appeal to the mercy of the other person because they feel that that's all they have. They are not in control. They can't force this other person to stay with them. And so they will beg and plead. Perhaps you've been there. And basically you respond to this person as though they are your dictator where you have no power or they are the supreme power backed by a military. And all you can do is beg and plead that maybe they will be fair to you. It's powerlessness, and it's one of the most frustrating things that you can experience. And that's why giving your ex, just like giving a government too much power, is one of the worst things you can do because it can be used against you. And that's what has happened in this situation. This person now has total power, and you are hoping for some crumbs from their table. You're hoping for mercy. You're hoping that it will work out. And you have no power, no say in the situation. At least that's what it feels like. And a lot of the times your ex will be in a position where they just don't understand you. Why are you hurting so bad? Why are you so emotional? Why do you keep wanting to talk to me? And to those of us who've been there and to you, that, that just seems crazy. Well, of course, I'm going to try to get you back because I love you. 
why would you at least not work on this? Because again, it feels like this just happened overnight. And so the person who did the dumping doesn't understand why you are acting like the person who's out of control, doesn't have any say over the situation and is appealing to someone's mercy. They don't understand why you're doing that because they are in control. So they're not in that place. They don't have to appeal to someone's mercy. They have the power, they have the control. And so that makes them not understand you and that makes you not understand them. And so you're set up by that to make the situation less likely to be the outcome that you want. In other words, you're setting it up to where you're less likely to get your ex back. And that's where I can be helpful is just helping you understand some of the basics of this so that you at least don't make your chances worse. Before I get to number three, get information on my emergency breakup kit. I get into a lot of these details and I give you a map to get your ex back. Look out for these things, do these things, expect these things. That's the emergency breakup kit. You can get it in the description below or by going to myexbackcoach.com. That's myexbackcoach.com for the emergency breakup kit. Number three, I talk to so many people going through breakups and one of the most common shared experiences that they all have is that they confuse care for romantic love. In other words, they'll say, well, they said that they'll always love me or they were worried about me, how I was doing. And sometimes your ex will do or say things that you will think, see, they still love me. They still want to be with me. It's just so difficult. Something's just there causing this mystery that makes it where we just can't be together right now. It's just so complicated. It's almost never that situation. Attraction is key here. If your ex is attracted enough to you, then they're motivated enough to be with you and to overcome almost anything to be with you. And so if it doesn't make sense, if your ex is acting like they still care, sometimes it can simply be that they care about you in a generic sense. They have these shared experiences with you. They don't want bad things to happen with you, but they are not romantically attracted to you. And so a lot of times the person who's been dumped can see signs of this person caring about them and they mistake it for romantic attraction or romantic love. And what makes this even more difficult is that sometimes it is romantic love. If you follow the no contact rule and you understand the stages that I'm going to talk about in another video, I'm going to link to that at the end screen of this video. But basically, if you understand the stages they go through and you understand sort of at least the framework of how an ex can come back, then sometimes what looks like just generic care can actually be romantic love. But especially right after the breakup, you may find that they will show generic care for you trying to just be nice about this. They don't want you to hurt too badly. Don't mistake that for romantic love. Usually romantic love is obvious. Usually romantic love has flirting. It has passion and it shows a lot of motivation from the other person. In other words, it won't be difficult to see them. They will want to see you. They will find a way to make a time work or a location work. They will do what it takes because attraction is high enough and that's motivation. But when it's just generic care, then you see a lot of flaking you see all these excuses for why they can't see you and things like that, even though their words and some of their actions seem like they care about you. And so misunderstanding that can really lead you on and can make you do some more of those wrong things. And it, it can at least frustrate you because once you realize that this person isn't doing what they would be doing if they wanted to get back together with you, it can really be confusing and make you wonder, well, does this person care about me or not? Most of the time, especially in the early stages, right after a breakup, they just have a generic care for you that is not romantic, but hopefully we're going to rebuild some of that. And it's important to understand the difference. Number four, know the stages. And this is really important because this will be up and down. 
A lot of people tend to think that it's basically just on a consistent trajectory and it's going to keep getting better and your ex is going to keep getting closer and coming back to you in a very visible and consistent way. But that's actually not how it is. It's more up and down. Some days it seems like they are on their way back and you're in great spirits and other days it looks like they don't ever want to come back and you wonder if it's really over now. And I have a video called Stages Your Ex Goes Through During No Contact where I explain these things. But basically, what you really need to know at the moment, though I do highly recommend you watch that video, but what you need to know is, is that the first stage after a breakup is relief because they got it over with. Like I said in point number one, they have probably been dealing with this for a long time. And so they're glad to get it over with. It's awkward. It's frustrating. They don't want to hurt you because most people don't enjoy hurting other people, though some people do, and you should stay away from them and never give them a foothold in your life. But for normal, emotionally healthy people, they did not get joy from hurting you. And so they probably even put it off for a while. And then finally they find a way to do it and they have gotten past it. It's over with. And so they are in relief. And so whereas you are in panic and sorrow and grief and frustration and trying to do anything you can to get this person to talk to you so maybe you could work it out. They are actually breathing a sigh of relief. And so again, you see two people who are polar opposite of each other concerning this breakup and in this moment. And it's so frustrating. And you two are set up to misunderstand each other. And that's one of the biggest things when people will ask me, what would you like to tell someone who's been dumped and they don't know what to do? And they're just trying to find something to hold on to, something to make sense of this and maybe to give themselves a chance to get their ex back. I would say, just understand that you two are set up right now to misunderstand each other. And so that's going to be one of the things that makes you do the exact wrong things to push them away even further. Because the formula that you were used to with them, what normally would work to get them laughing, to get them turned on, to remind them of the things you two have been through together and your relationship and all of those things. Now it's like everything you know is wrong. It's like going into a sports event and you think that you have all the information on your opponent, all the plays they run, all the athletes they have, the talent they have, the likely coaching decisions they're going to make. It's as though that playbook has been completely flipped and what would normally work is going to end up disastrous. So it's important to know where they are. And I do have that video, Stages Your Ex Goes Through During No Contact. I suggest after you watch this video, that you take a look at that video. It will be in the description below. Before I get to number five, take a quick second and subscribe to this channel so you can be notified when I have more videos like this one. And that includes videos on getting your ex back, but also videos on building and enriching a relationship so that a breakup doesn't happen. The fifth thing I want you to understand is that attraction fail and it's fragile. And the reason I'm telling you that is because if you do things that just further push it away because you think you have nothing to lose or that you'll take a risk because it's worth it. You've got to try to get them back. And so you're going to do this amazing thing. You're going to make this grandiose gesture. You're going to show them how much you love them because you have nothing to lose and you've got to do something. It's that kind of pressure, that kind of feeling that you have to do something right now that can mess you up terribly. A lot of people feel like that, that they have to fix it right now, that they have to get the other person back right now today. And that's where you do things that will push them away, that will make you look emotionally unstable, and that will definitely lower your chances of getting your ex back. Because of the fact that attraction has fallen, it's very fragile, which means it can fall even more because it's basically low enough that this person wanted to leave. 
And so it's easy for it to become a self-fulfilling prophecy to them where they say, oh, I was right to leave because he's doing this or she's doing this. And so it's really important to understand that you have to treat this thing as though it's fragile. And that means less can be a lot more, especially if you're dealing with thinking that you've got to do something about it right now. That will definitely make you do desperate things that will make you appear emotionally unstable, unattractive, will push them away. They won't want to be around you. They will associate you and talking about all of this with drama and frustration and anxiety, and they just won't want to talk to you at all. And they will avoid you in the future, including your calls and texts. However, if you show them that you can stay away and if they do reach out to you and you interact with them, you can show them that every interaction doesn't result in you begging for them to take you back, then that at least opens the door for the future. It also allows them to contact you without fearing they're going to lead you on, which is going to make you behave that way. So it's very important to understand that attraction has fallen and that it's fragile and that you must be careful and cautious going forward with this and heed a lot of what I say. So here in the end screen, there's going to be two videos. One of them is called what to do if your partner doesn't want to save your relationship. And that's for people who are still in the relationship. They're still talking. They're just having difficulty. And the other person maybe is thinking that they want to leave. So that's one of the videos. The other one is your ex's brain during no contact. And it expands more from this video on how to understand this person, what's going on in their mind and how they see things. So pick one of those videos to move forward in your understanding. This has been Coach Lee. Thank you for subscribing and thank you for watching.